Elmers, welcome back to another episode of 13th and Elm. To your favorite boys, as always, we got Sweet Bill hosting this week. I'm always joined by the same two, Michael and Rob. How we doing? Doing good. Full of Indian food. Mm. It was mm. really good. Thank yeah, you. Solid. I did like Thank those you. momos. Mm. I made it? Nope. I wasn't going to tell the audience that you didn't. <laughs> I appreciate that. I feel like transparency is important at this pod. Well, then I want the audience at home to know none of us are wearing pants. <laughs> it's because the microphones, the it bounces off the pants, and sometimes it creates. We get a lot of. It's a necessity. Feedback. Yeah. Well, I mean, the, these velvet. Pants. I mean, most of the feedback is why aren't you guys wearing pants? <laughs> That's what we always get. We're shorts people. We always have been. Always will uh, be. Uh, Bill, I think we're both pretty tall, actually. Yeah. Oh, short dicked. Yep. Oh, yeah, yeah, that too. Yeah. Um. So, like I said, this week's movie was Benny's video from 1992, uh, directed and written by Michael Haneke, who's known for the uh, the 1997 and 2007 versions of Funny Games, which I think I asked you last time, but I don't remember. Have either you seen either of those? Oh yeah, I've seen the original. The I original. haven't seen the. Uh... Remake. The remake. He did the remake as well? Yep. I'm telling you, it is literally a shot-for-shot remake. It's not even a remake. It's just trying out the same movie with different actors. It's kind of insane. And he did it? Yeah, wrote and directed it. I guess. Have you seen either of them? I've not seen either, but I did see Cachet, which he did 2005, which I didn't realize was him. Oh, I don't know that one. I have his other big ones as um, The White Ribbon and Amour. I mean, he's known for, like, German dramas mostly. Yeah. Um, so this movie stars Arno Frisch, who plays Paul, who's one of the psychopaths in 1997's Funny Games, as 14-year-old Benny, who becomes obsessed with violent films, decides to make his own, and then shows it to his parents, who are played by Angela Winkler, who you might recognize from 2018's Suspiria. She played Miss Tanner, and mm-hmm. Ulrich Muher, Muher, um, who was the dad in... 1997's funny games so the three main characters are also three of the main characters from funny games um apparently this is part of a trilogy called the glaciation trilogy um i've never heard of either the other movies i think it's kind of like you know how old boys like a trilogy i think it's like that they don't they're like Django yeah. or any of that. Yeah, they yeah. don't seem to be related in any way. Maybe they just take place in the same universe or whatever. Yeah. Um, but the other ones are The Seventh Continent from 89 and 71 Fragments of a Chronology of Chance in 94. Um, yeah, but 
Other than that, we can we can jump right in. As I uh, as I mentioned last week when I announced this video, this is um, a pick from the disturbing lists that I frequent frequently navigate to make sure I'm up to date on all those. And uh, the reason for that is there is real on screen unsimulated animal violence. So kind of. A warning if you're one of those people that wants to watch this movie after this just keep in mind that that is definitely why this movie is on that list is you see an animal die for real a lot yeah it's not torturous it's no. not even necessarily unethical no and if i have to be honest it might not have even been filmed for this movie it might have just been like a like uh, film footage, footage of, of that yes um and let's not beat around the bush just in case those are curious it's like it is a pig at a slaughterhouse um and i mean it does happen on screen so that's definitely you know steer clear if that's a trigger yeah. thing for you um but like i said it is actually kind of it's exactly how it would happen in a real slaughterhouse and because it's it, one of the what are those called the it's called a, it's, uh contained bolt pistol contained bolt captive pistol. bolt pistol yeah. okay yeah. so it's like it's like what anton Chigur uses in no in country, no country full, full men, men. yeah more yeah. people might be familiar with that yeah so it is like i mean it's a it's a slaughterhouse scene like i said i don't even think it didn't appear that it was even filmed for this movie it doesn't have like the actors or anything in it um i know that benny references something later in the movie we'll talk about that yeah but um this looked like footage of what actually happened in a slaughterhouse and they it's in the movie though and it's in the movie and more than once and it's, it's how the movie and, starts yeah. yeah i mean this is how the movie opens um is the grainy footage of this pig being slaughtered and then it's reround and shown again in slow motion I mean, um, it's Benny's video is the name of the movie. Benny is a young kid who's obsessed with home videos and cassettes. And, you know, this is 1993 um, or 92. I think kind of the fascination of home video and direct-to-video horror yeah. movies and things like that. They're definitely playing big on this. You know, like personal camcorders and shit like that are um, really popular. And uh, the movie draws a lot of its themes from that and we'll get into it yeah so like yeah the first like 30 is kind of just introducing benny who seems to spend a lot of time in his room in the dark he has a lot of like vhs and like av equipment that's like obviously nice and like abundant so we well, kind of learn early nice yeah like too. obviously their parents are you know pretty affluent and and, and well off and um, but the way they talk to him, you can tell they think, you know, he spends way too much time in there. They keep mentioning like, oh, you need some fresh air, like whatever. This is just kind of setting the stage of who Benny is, who you think he's like this loser loner that's like just into this. But we do get scenes of him at school and like he seems to get along with most people at school. Like he has friends. He's not painted completely as like this loner he kind of just seems to go into that mode when he's home if that makes sense i mean i think 
first of all, Benny's room is badass. And if Absolutely. I was like 13 years old in 1992 and I had this shit, like you wouldn't be able to pull me out of that room. Like, oh, he's got yeah. audio and visual recording equipment. He's got multiple monitors. He's got like the VHSs and the rewind uh, machines. And he's got an entire wall full it reminded me of like american beauty like the kid next door who has all the video recorders yeah so it's like an entire wall like looking like a bookshelf full of homemade movies it looks like he rents movies from the store and rips them onto his own cassettes or he like does Mm -hmm. tape trading like he is obsessive about home video and uh he's got a bitchin setup i mean like you said his family they're they're kind of like portrayed as that like always busy, always working. He gets left home a lot with like his dinners pre-made and set out with notes and like money, like hope you do well, yeah. get yourself a ride to school, uh, jump on the bus and, you know, go ahead and stop by the video store on the way home. We'll see you after blah, blah, blah. And, uh, you know, it, it's a nice clean house. They live, they don't really tell you where, but you get the sense since he's riding buses and you get some of the downtown shots. It's like a nice little metro area yeah. in Austria and there it's upscale. Like, I don't know. It's uh, kind of one of these absentee parent horrors where it's everything seemingly normal and sterile on the outside. Um, and the kid, I don't think is like supposed to be portrayed as autistic. I don't think he has no. like any sort of social anxiety. I think honestly, as we'll talk about it, I think the biggest thing with Benny is he's a sociopath. Yeah. Like he has no empathy. He doesn't really understand the consequences of his actions. He doesn't seem to have remorse. He doesn't really have like a learning disability as much as like an emotional block and just the mental capacity for empathy is not present in Benny. Yeah, no, in fact, I think they allude to him doing well in school. I mean, we get um, plenty of shots of him working on homework, and uh, he has buddies, you know, call him up, like, ask, oh, did you do this homework yet? Like, can I borrow it? Can I see it? So he obviously does well. The only really class they talk about is, like, the his computer science class, which just kind of furthers his obsession with this. Like kind of media and, and all that, which and the class is like, also get. nice though. You got to think, nineteen ninety two. Like his kids afford or his parents or whoever. He's going to a school that has like a pretty developed and nice computer lab, and he's it, doing the he's learning skills. Like, yeah, it definitely seems like it could be a private school. I can't recall now if they were wearing private school type outfits. He doesn't spend a lot of time there. And most yeah, of we it's don't like see a lot of it of in school. Head and dialogue. It's not like a lot of mingling in the commons or anything like that. Right, but um, one thing we do see when he's, I mean, he's in and out of this video store a lot. I mean, you can tell he goes there a lot. Like the cashier is like, oh, like I just these. Are you bring like it's obviously like he's a regular customer, um, and we see him see this blonde girl who stands out on the sidewalk and watches. Um, whatever movies are playing just like from the sidewalk, like through the glass. Um, and we see that one time. And honestly, it only really takes that one time. They don't even look at each other. They don't talk. But knowing what this movie is about, you're like, that's going to be the victim, right? Like, as soon as I saw her on screen, I'm like, yeah, that's going to be the one. Well, she's alone. She's, she's alone. She's seemingly she looks- like 
not she like either doesn't have the resources or she's not able to afford going into the video store to rent movies and she's obviously interested because she's like she's like window shopping right but it, she's in front of the window that has like all the monitors that show the movies, the movies being played yeah and i don't know if this is like a product of its time something that is insular to this movie if it's more common in europe but like the way that they rent movies out in this video store is like you go in and you it's like watch a, part of the movie. It's kind of like when you go to Target in like 2008 and you scan a, a CD and you get to listen to like... A, yeah, you, you get to test it. Yeah. So they go and they watch parts of these movies and then they're like, oh, I'll take video number three and video number 42. Yeah. Um, And it's kind of like you said, Benny's a regular there. It's like two in, two out every time he goes there. Yeah. But the girl is just standing outside watching like all these free previews on the television monitors in the window. Yeah. And yeah, and we can tell, I mean, especially compared to Benny, she's not nearly as like well dressed she you know her hair is kind of little like unkempt like i mean she's like a pretty girl but you know she's not talking to anyone she's out there just i don't know it gives you the impression this might street. be the only time that she's watches tv ever you know yeah. what i mean like maybe she doesn't have this at home or maybe she doesn't even have a home like we don't really know a lot about her especially at this point in the movie i mean yeah it's very possible i mean if like talk about the rest of it which we'll get to like that definitely makes more sense that she might not have much of a home life or like, you know, much of parents there for her and like that kind of shit. Cause I mean, she mentions that she has to come to the city every day and she takes what a cab to the bus and it's an hour into the city every day. And what does she do? Like she doesn't talk about school or anything. It just kind of seems like she goes to watch those videos and hang out. And, and Benny goes to this video store like three or four times in the opening 30 minutes. And she, every time oh yeah. he's there, she's, she's there. there. And it, Benny's a smart enough guy. He's he's taken note. Yeah. And he does. And like you said, he does wake up after one of these few days to find like a note on the kitchen table. That's like, I don't remember if it specified how long they were going to be gone, but they're going to be a gone at least a full day and night, if not more. For the like, weekend. For, yeah. Oh, yeah. So, okay. So, like, we're gone for the weekend. You know, study hard. Get here's your, some here's money some pizza for money, food. Movies, yeah. Um, and then he takes that money and goes to like the goes to like a church choir. And this, these are one of the, this I didn't really understand. Um, he's like at the church choir, and and it's just like a bunch of kids his age, and they're all like kind of passing money to each other behind their backs, and he passes a note first and someone opens the note and it's like a hierarchical chart that has like benny's name on the top and then like line that kind of shows like i'm at the top and like this is how it works and i don't know if it's like uh because we do see some pills i don't know if it's like a drug distribution thing or what did you guys get more out of that than i did yeah so it's um there are some drugs which was confusing to me as well in that scene but it's called the airplane game or pilot passenger okay because they showed a video of that and i was like i don't know what this is so you see more of this and i didn't know what it was when i saw it but i looked into it it's basically a pyramid scheme with no product and it was really popular and became popular at the time in the united states and also in western europe and you basically have one pilot two co-pilots and then four people beneath them that are passengers and you fill the plane right 
And so once you fill up the plane, everyone has to pay in money. So the pilot gets like 12 grand and then the co-pilots move up and they try to fill in the rest of their planes. They become pilots and the people below them become co-pilots and so on and so forth. So it's like an like it's That's crazy. crazy. It is. It's absolutely insane that people with like this is popular. And, like people went along with and, this. And and, and and these are middle schoolers that and, are doing but, but, this. But like adults were doing this. Like adults. Like they yeah, were, we like, see the adults like, do it on video at, at the yeah, beginning. It was like a hundred thousand marks or something like that. You know? Yeah. And these obviously Benny is wealthy. He definitely goes to private school. He looks like he's wearing a uniform. I don't know if he is. He or looks not. good. Um, his parents, like his mom has a shop. His dad is like, I don't know, uh, is he a lawyer or an investment banker or something? He, he, something like that. He, he has like an works office at like job a bank downtown. Firm. Yeah. Yeah. It, yeah. Neither um, of them are like clearly defined. So I, there's, they do. I get like a lot, like you guys are saying, he's like a sociopath. I get a lot of Patrick Bateman vibes off of Benny and also the videotape mm-hmm. thing and like bringing like poor like like she's not a prostitute she's a child but like bringing like poor people that are like oh you're wealthy and you have like all this nice apartment and you have all like all the gear and everything and they're like you know kind of hypnotized by all that and are Mm -hmm. able to to be preyed upon but i also got like weird like ferris bueller like he kind of gives he like kind of reminds me like cameron a little bit yeah i mean he's he's preppy and and clean shaven and tall and skinny and kind of i don't know about like personality wise no not with personality Cam, wise but, but just kind of going along yeah going along with it like with if, it like if he hadn't got out of bed that day and decided to like kill ferris instead exactly because his parents are we don't get a lot about cam's parents and they're, they're Bueller's, wealthy but they're and, wealthy and, and they're not there yeah. um so yeah it's kind of like the same thing i think cam's a little better off um emotionally than, definitely than a Benny. Better human being i think <laughs> um, um but we do um also one of the another time like the next time he goes to the video store the same blonde girl is there outside watching mm-hmm. um and he talk he goes outside and he talks to her um but as viewers we don't hear what they're saying they're outside of the store um and they talk and then they leave and i guess it was pretty much like him inviting her back yeah yeah to um, eat that really gross pizza that they eat that thing that was thing look weird nasty. it looked like a tart and then it was like a pizza and then i don't know it, it did look weird it looked like a really thick tortilla that had pizza toppings on it that one they of, got put in the microwave or something one of my favorite <laughs> reviews of this movie that i read i actually have it pulled up so i could share it with you it says Pizza with milk? What the fuck is going no, on in Austria? No. Oh my god, okay, I would so love having milk with pizza. So, yeah, milk with everything, right? Um, Hell yeah. One other milk, <laughs> milk-related comment about this movie is that when he spills it later on and then mops it up, it's the exact same as mopping up the blood from yeah, her fucking head. I enjoyed that, which was nice. A lot of this movie was actually really well shot. Like I, I really enjoyed the scenes like over the shoulder of dad when he's like confronting his son. Mm-hmm. I liked a lot of the shots um, in the beginning, like again, like through the window of the video store. And then uh, there were a lot of shots I didn't like that were very, very long-standing about people oh, we'll watching <laughs> movie, watching TV in Egypt, and uh, <laughs> and and some other stuff too. Um, um, but 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 the, I I was I was in it to win it for the first thirty minutes for sure. I was really oh, yeah. excited. I was really digging this movie right out the gate because it does a couple things. It's it drew me in with its characters, and I was like super intrigued and actually like 
relating to the fascination of like, dude, I was loving when he was in his room in his little computer chair and like rolling around and hitting all the different AV components and pulling his uh, tapes off the shelf. I was like, this is fucking badass. Yeah. Also, the opening. I was like, this is like, like kind of reminded me of me. Yeah. And like, ooh. I know. (laughs) That's why when we were. Um, I glanced over there because you were like, "Yeah, it's this weird, fucked up kid that's in the like horror VHS," and I'm like looking over at my <laughs> oh, horror VHS collection over there. <laughs> um, no, but like, I mean, he he likes to spend his time alone in his room, listening to loud like rock music yeah. and like watching it's like VHS extremely and on wealthy, his insulated parents that never talk to him, don't care about him, <laughs> you know. Oh, and then also like the opening scene. Um, it does make you uncomfortable or at least aware of the fact that you might become uncomfortable during this film. So we touched on it just for the sake of like the trigger warning disclaimer, but what the movie opens up with is a video that Benny is watching of that pig being slaughtered and bolt to the head. Um, little bit of like, after death twitching and like dragging like it shows it all like it's not like a quick little shot and it's not done. a cutaway it's, it's not a screen yeah. it's rewound and slow mode and stopped yeah times. again benny is he's at the Into helm this. and he is replaying this scene on whatever type of tape he gets Betamax. they talk about it later but like he's just watches the kill rewinds, rewinds it, it watches, watches the, the kill in slow-mo and he does time. this a couple times, and then, you know, he puts it back in its case, puts it up on his shelf, and that's kind of, you know, then you get to see his room and the family and but all this other stuff that we're talking about. Also, they don't think they show any actual bodies, but the, when they're watching cable or TV, it's the Bosnian War. Like, it's like mm-hmm. it's like the break of Yugoslavia, and they're talking about, like, bombed, you know, um, buildings in downtown, and, and it's... Like, that's what's going on in the meantime, in the backdrop. Well, yeah, he's it. I mean, the family is, you know, in Vienna. Uh, They're in, like, Mm -hmm. Central Europe, and it's that's a big conflict, especially in that area, and it was on the news all the time. And you got to think this is, you know, maybe not the birth, but shortly after, and certainly for Benny's whole life, like we said, home video, but also cable television and 24-7 news coverage and things like this where they're actually seeing the war in their home. And we talked about it briefly with uh, Michael Haneke saying that he's known for kind of like these dark, serious dramas. And I would say that that's exactly what this movie is. This movie is not a horror movie. It is fucked up and it's dark and it has elements and it definitely finds its way onto this pod without any uh, like rejection from me but similar to funny games funny games is another one that's like yeah maybe you can call it a more of a horror movie than funny this. games is definitely more of a horror movie but, than this but it's also at its core it's like a, a psychological drama. drama and you know it is Has all a, about the family structure right yeah lots about the relationships okay. between the family um which Good. you know i love um, no, that's all I need. Go ahead. Oh, <laughs> I, I've not seen Funny Games, but we watched Killing of a Sacred Deer. Is mm-hmm. that more like what we're talking no. about? No. So okay. Funny Games is literally about two psychopaths that show up at like a rich person's vacation home and make them do like sadistic games for their enjoyment. Right, right. It's like a home invasion. With like the penalty of death. Right. You know? Yeah. yeah. I get I get. But I was just saying like as far as like something that's more of a psychological drama than a horror like this film like is 
No, I think he just means it, it it includes like the relationships between the characters are important. Like the killing of a sacred deer, I mean that's I mean, that was a fucking weird yeah, movie. Um I mean I it's hard really Benny's to compare that to any movie. Fu- <laughs> Benny's video and funny games are both the horror is the depravity of man and how genuinely real this scenario is. That doesn't mean it's happening yeah. to everybody and running rampant. It means that this can be done and it has, has been, been done. done. And you know, that's my favorite shit when it comes to the horrors. Like, give me that like shit that can happen and like does happen. I mean, don't get me wrong. I love my creature features and sci-fi yeah. and stuff and all that. But I mean, this is what, is unsettling is that Benny is to me is like a such a believable person and his parents are too. And none of us have children, but can you imagine being a parent and having a young child that is that you've always kind of been like maybe afraid of or curious about and you've seen these qualities and you always let your mind run wild and then you see a movie like this and it's like fuck <laughs> and i think that that's the horrifying thing of this movie and that's the really unsettling thing it's like yes yeah, you get the opening scene but other than that like honestly this movie's tame in the sense of what you see on screen yeah and it's funny games kind of is too there's not like a lot of gore like there's a couple yeah. scenes it's been a, definitely it's more been in funny while. games than this but the thing that's unsettling is just knowing how possible this is and recognizing the parts of this in your own life. And I think one of the powerful scenes in this movie, um, and spoiler alert, one of the last scenes I enjoyed in this movie was after, and we'll get to that point, but when his parents are talking to each other about their role and everything, and it's a long shot. That's a a really good scene. And it is genuinely terrifying and saddening and like believable. Yes. Like, and that's, the power of this movie. Yeah, this is definitely one of those um, that I can see that people with kids would find more disturbing than uh, than we would. And there's lots of movies like that. Like, I mean, I've Everyone. talked to... <laughs> yeah, every movie. <laughs> well, I mean, I mean, especially like, I mean, we did Martyrs not too long ago. And like, I've, um, you know, I've talked to guys that have kids. I was like, oh man, like, I can't watch that movie like and i'm like really i didn't think it was that bad (laughs) right and and he's like oh i have two teenage daughters and i'm like okay well i can see that um but like let's get let's get to the good shit because we're almost there we've painted the backdrop pretty well yeah um yeah we get a good idea of who benny is his Um, parents are gonna be out of town his parents are out of town for a few days there's this vagrant girl who's watching movies through a window so let's get her over go he does um and they're back there and i love honestly the whole part that she is at his house i like it all like it's a good mix of seeing slight indications of benny being a sociopath and it's also like a really good mix of just like two teenagers being really awkward together and like i thought that played really well like there's some like smoking Awk- cigarettes. Yeah, there's and- some awkward silence. Yeah. Benny's like kind of trying to be cool. Like you can tell he's kind of like like leaning back, smoking a cigarette, offing her one, showing off his equipment. Um, but there's still awkward silence. And like she's still kind of seems a little apprehensive. Like at the very beginning, it doesn't seem like she's like thrilled to 
be there um at first they have this weird fucking pizza um and this was one of one of my favorite parts when this is when she tells him um what she has to do to get into the city um and he stands up and and starts to act and he's like oh what am i and he acts like a guy on a bus and she's like a guy on a bus and he's like how about now and he gets down on his hands and knees and runs towards her and like starts like barking and stuff and he's like oh you're a dog Uh, and he's like yeah i'm a dog on the bus and then he goes what about now and just grabs her and like pulls her arms back and like twists her around and like especially if you know what this movie about this was like an oh shit like here it is um but he kind of just like grabs her and twists her around just for like a couple seconds and then like lets her go and you can tell she wasn't really like okay with that and he was like oh i was i was a cop i was being a cop i thought that was a great like fake out scare like same thing as martyrs when it cuts to the girl getting chased through the house by the brother and like it looks malicious and it ends up not being yet yeah um so i enjoyed that a lot and then um you know she he shows off his equipment which i thought it was pretty funny that he keeps his like blackout shades closed but he has a video camera in his window with a live stream of what is just going on on the street below him yep. so he, so it's literally just all he would have to do to see this is look out the window but he'd rather just keep but then people can see in too exactly yeah which is like another like that's kind of weird um but so good and then of course he's got to show her his favorite video um of the pig being killed which so he you see it two three more times uh, again two here. more times here because he plays it um and he kind of looks at her to see what he thinks and she's looking outside and is like oh it's gonna snow or it's snowing and you can tell he's like he like rewinds it and he's like no you have to watch yeah, you watch like, he you, rewinds it and like get this and like make sure that she watches she it, didn't get it and it's like what do you think of it she didn't get it <laughs> she actually didn't get it but she does ask him you know like did you videotape this? Were you yeah. there? What is it like? Have you ever seen a real dead body? And he's mm-hmm. like, yes, I filmed it. My parents are in this. Farmers They're like farmers and, yeah, or whatever, yeah. blah, 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 which is a lie, right? Because his parents aren't farmers. Yeah, that's true. Um, which I didn't, we didn't make re- that connection yeah. until now. Oh, I thought it was like a... Like- but that makes sense because he lies about something else to her that Mm-hmm. like doesn't need to be lied about which is just like because he's a sociopath because he's a sociopath so i thought it was like his cousins were farmers or something maybe no I he says his oh, mom yeah he, he says, says my mom he in says that's video, my mom this is my not, dad though. okay yeah um you know i'm maybe we didn't realize it at the time because yeah we were, i definitely didn't i didn't realize it didn't until really now <laughs> the parents so much then because they've just been leaving notes and in and out or whatever but yeah like thinking about it like it's definitely not filmed by him nor was he there and it certainly wasn't his that's crazy because i actually didn't make that connection until now but i definitely think that you're right like i definitely remember being like when he pointed out his parents and i was like that doesn't really look like his parents but i I don't know how old it is or whatever so i kind of brush it off i thought it was because how else does he get the butcher's gun oh fuck that is 
Well, I mean, there might be a. He says he goes missing the next day, and he like because even his dad is like, "How do you fucking get that?" Okay, that's a good point. Because I I thought again, I thought like it was like my cousins are farmers. That's my mom. That's my dad. In the video, I'm filming it. Hmm. Maybe that's a good point because he does get the gun. Yeah, or a gun. Regardless, he has a captive bolt gun. Well, you know, he says he steals that one because he even tells a story. He's like, oh, the farmer came back. And, well, I guess That's what I'm at saying, this though. point we don't know if he's lying or right. whatever, but he has one of the, I can't even remember captive what, bolt captive pistol. bolt pistols yeah. in his room. And the CO2 cartridges to, to recharge it and to, they, for the shots. And ammo. Yeah, um, well, it's, it's a bolt, so it just it's like the, the CO2 cartridges. Oh, yeah, you have to refill it yeah. every time, yeah. Yeah. Um, and, like, she seems, like, relatively interested in it. I mean, as, like, you know, where as he like got it and everything. As, like, a 13, 14-year-old kid is, you know? Like exactly. Just generally curious about, like, death and, you know, mm-hmm. anything. And But he's impressing her in a lot of ways. Like, she might be scared, but, like, the he reason she's up. there is because, like, he's, she's interested in video. Like, she, you know, they demonstrate yeah. that. Like, he has all this technology and collection and knowledge and enthusiasm. And so, like, even if it's something she's on the fence about, it's, like, an opportunity that she's not going to be afforded in her normal life. Yeah, I mean, it, I mean, yeah, one of the first things he tells her, and, and he does it in not a way as in, like, you're poor, I can help you. He's kind of like, oh, like, I notice you just watch the videos from the street. Like, that certain one you were watching was shit, like... I've got all these if you ever want to borrow one or whatever. And like, she's into that. Mm-hmm. Um, but then, um, so she, or he hands her um, the bolt pistol and like closely, like it's kind of an intimate moment really. And cause like when she's holding it, he's kind of so close to her that it's like pressed up it against him. Stomach. Yeah. He pushes it against his own body and has her in her hands. Yeah, um, and tells her to shoot it. Um, oh, wait. Yes. Yeah. And, of course, she's like, no. Nah. And he calls, he calls her, her a coward. coward. Um, and then he takes it and, like, kind of does the same thing. And she says something along the lines of, oh, why don't you shout, uh, shoot it? And then there's like a pause and like, she calls and him then a coward. coward. And like the way she says it, like she says it more harshly than he did. I feel like, which I don't well, know. It was like a retaliation. Like you call me a coward, but like you put your money yeah. where your mouth is. You're a fucking coward. Of course and you're coward not in that language. Doesn't sound like a good word. Yeah. <laughs> it sounds like a slur. It sounds harsh. And like the pause and the way she said it, you're saying she got what's coming to her <laughs> he fucking wasn't a coward he fucking shoots and this is like below the sternum this is like yeah not Stomach. a kill shot no and she drops and starts squirming Screaming. and squealing and howling and you get the sense that like and Benny's kind of like like he it's a weird disconnect, and I will say this: that like the highlight of this movie, Arno Frisch was a fucking so badass. Fucking good. In this movie. He's really good. Film he, debut, by the way. He from him. plays such a good psychopath, like on like a believable human psychopath, because he is also the star of the show in Funny Games. To yeah. Me. Like his character 
like borderline entertainment and sadism and laughter, but also like m- brief moments of guilt, but you, not not genuine guilt. Kind of just like a oh shit, it like she's it oh worked. fuck, she's down. Yeah, we definitely get from his reaction. It definitely he does such a good job of the viewer being not sure if he's genuinely worried about her or if he's only like worried about her being heard and him being caught because she is screaming and like they live in like an apartment or like kind of like there's neighbors around probably or whatever and he's like quiet quiet like i can help you and of course he does and he runs over grabs another another cartridge and we're like oh finally like get her out of her misery and this is off camera but this is like the way to do okay, off but, camera but it's, violence. It's off camera, but it's, it's also filmed being filmed by, by his camcorder, and, and we're seeing it on a TV, which makes it like look creepy. So and it's like grainy in the corner and uh, kind of out of frame on the monitor, yeah, which is being shown from an angle where everything in reality is occurring completely off screen. Right. So it's like obscured and then like through some voyeuristic fucking like monitor meta bullshit too. Right. But it's effective. Good. Like when she gets shot the first time, we see her crawl up and then off screen. And then we see him run back and grab another And when he cartridge. runs out of the way is when you, when you actually begin to realize that it's all being filmed. Yeah. That's because they're standing in front of the monitor during the interaction where they're playing the game, coward, gun to the chest, and all that shit. Yeah. Um, so when she drops and then he runs away is when you are like, oh, fuck, there's, like, evidence. And, like, if you have half a brain, you're like, this is not an accident. Benny wants to make this video. Yeah. He knew it was going to be on video. He knew why he was inviting her over when his parents were gone. He might not have known exactly how it was going to go down or if he would follow through or if it, or he probably i mean it seems like how he acted he thought it would be easier and quicker um but like he said he grabs another cartridge and and shoots her again off camera so we don't know where um on her body she gets shot again but it seems like center mass it more seems like chest scre- or belly dude. like more screaming and like agonizing like uh, like uncomfortable like she was great um at screaming yeah the second <laughs> if that shot makes sense like do it um yeah, and then Stassen, i think mm, yeah. yeah exactly and then you're like oh fuck like she's still alive and then he grabs another cartridge and goes over and this is so good because she's been off screen the most part. And then ha- like half of her body comes on screen and she kind of like puts an arm off, arm like up in self-defense. And he just pushes her back out of screen. Um, and then you hear the third shot and then just silence. And you're like, damn. And you're like, there. And then it's done. And this is the first 30 minutes, which this is a pretty long movie i didn't know how long we were gonna have to wait so like we said like this started out how i wanted to like we learn about benny it's a dark tone you already feel uncomfortable and then boom we get the kill in 30 minutes 
Yeah. Right? And it's effective. Yep. Even <laughs> you want to add more? Nope. Not yet? Or not ever? I mean, this is kind of the point where I started to lose interest in the movie after this scene. Like, not immediately, just as we progress further along. And I wonder if this had been better if they just made it a short and cut it right there. And also, yeah. Haneki, is that his name? The director? Haneki, like yeah, that. Michael Haneki. Haneki. Does he have like a weird hand fetish like Tarantino has a foot fetish? Because there are a lot, a lot of shots of people's hands doing various things in this movie, which I kind of liked, but I was it was very noticeable to me there's a lot of like exchanging videotapes there's a couple scenes of that there's a bunch of scenes of different family members hands on the remote there's scenes of him like typing things on the computer there's scenes of people smoking and it's just i don't know it like it it kept happening throughout the whole film it was an interesting choice i've only seen two of his movies i can't recall that being a theme in funny games but what i'll say is that like hands much more than feet especially like you have to kind of go out of your way to put feet on screen for some things but hands are a point of action and for a movie that isn't supernatural a movie that isn't monster sci-fi slasher all whatever like those are the instruments of death those are the hands that kill like there is an artistic vision there that I can see and appreciate without like falling into the category of fetishism, which if it is a fetish, you fuck more power to it. I don't give a shit, but also you'd have to ask Haneke and like, maybe we'd have to watch more of his films to really get a sense. But for me, it's like, it makes sense because there's only humans and human bodies in this film and the bodies you know, so much of its function is dictated by what the hands are doing. They are like the point of action. And I think that that's just doubling down on that. Yeah, more of a joke. I, w- I just, I noticed <laughs> that, that there were a lot of hand shots of various characters and only from like the wrist up, like it was yeah. only hands. And I, and a lot of it was you only, hands. only hands account. Right? Only hands account. Um, what am I, 12? Um, <laughs> no. Uh, <laughs> just at that those specifically and just like the color schemes and there's also a shot of an extended not an extended shot like some of his other stuff but like a couple second shot of a um like a like a call button for every apartment when he's talking to somebody looking for his sister that yeah feel very like just the framing is very wes anderson almost like I, not that they took inspiration or whatever, but I just like I got I got kind of feels of that and a lot of that framing with the hands and and of various things being exchanged back and forth. Huh. Um, I actually really liked how this movie was shot until about forty five minutes in, and then I really didn't like how this movie was shot. Yeah, I I agree with that, and yeah, we'll 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 get there. Yeah, I think the movie was shot very well throughout. I just feel like once that point of tension had been reached. The sh- the shots became it. the shots became superfluous. Yeah. They became almost meaningless because it's like I felt as though we'd reached the climax, and in fact, I think we did. And maybe you guys have different interpretations, but it doesn't sound like it. Like for me, the film is contained within the first thirty forty minutes, and mm-hmm. you could have ended the movie there. And it would have been a completely different movie and a movie. I think the three of us would have liked more, but I really think that the, 
it's not the next scene because the next scene after this, he like gets a call from his buddy. He cleans up the mess. He goes to choir he practice and he the stays the night club. at the yeah. club or he st- goes to the club and he stays the night with his buddy mm-hmm. and then he comes home. So there's some time in between and like I get the reason for that. He's acting super normal and nothing's changed. He's still weird. He's still a little like but he's, he's as weird as he always is. But it's nothing out of the nor- out of the yeah. ordinary. He almost talks about it and then thinks better of it. Yeah, yeah. Which, which I like because I mean I mean I do f- like that. Like the first thing he does after after killing her is he just goes downstairs and and gets a glass of water and like has a sandwich or something and is just hanging out in his kitchen like. Well, then he like like gets nothing naked happened. and is like hanging out naked like watching movies and stuff, which was weird. He cleans up he a cleaning. little before and then he that. Did, yeah, and then he takes his clothes off. He's and I mean, to be, I mean, to be honest, he's a sociopath. He just killed someone. Um, this is when, this is like the first time we see gore is like the, the aftermath because we do see close-ups of um, her body and there's a lot of blood around his head and he's mopping the blood up around his head her head and then kind of it's funny dragging her body back a couple inches and then mopping up again mopping up the new blood which it is like kind of silly but like you kind of have to think i was like this is a 14 year old that like just killed a girl in his house and he's even though he's not really like freaking out because he's a sociopath he like doesn't know how to clean up after it correctly Dude, his I'm a parents probably grown ass man and i do the same shit with like spilled milk in a cereal bowl he, he i does, know you can't he, relate he does milk, the same but. thing with a, with milk later on he like kind of cleans it up sort of yes, with a rag and then, he, and then you move it's like when you sweep the floor and then you clean off the counters and you're like i'm I a fucking idiot i know <laughs> yeah like, this has never not like, been like the, wash like, your balls and then you get shampoo you know yeah <laughs> exactly so but it's like it, it was kind of genuine like i get the point you're saying this funny but like i didn't really laugh or find it funny i was just more like oh fuck no i liked it i was like he doesn't know what to do like it would have been goofier if it was perfect yeah if he like cleaned up this body and disposed of it in like 30 minutes like he's done it like he he, had no idea what he was doing like uh, dead alive what if he just like was like running around (laughs) (laughs) that would have been funny it would not have fit the rest of the film that kind of slapstick um but yeah, they're like there's some there's some decent gore there, and I mean I mean he's a fucked up dude. He just killed someone. You mentioned him getting naked. I mean he's fourteen. I mean I don't know about you guys when like when I was fourteen, I was definitely not that privy on like sex and stuff. And like I mean I think that scene was to show that he was like kind of getting turned on and might have not really known why we kind of just see him at first take off his clothes because he's he like doesn't want to get blood on his clothes probably because he's smart but then we do he is like just in the mirror just kind of rubbing himself and like kind of rubbing blood blood on himself in like a sexual nature like some implied necrophilia of some sort i I, that's what i I I got that thing far i don't, think, I don't so. think it was supposed to be so clearly defined that it wasn't but what i was getting is like the same thing it always is especially with men it was a power thing he was turned on by himself more than the dead body he more was Patrick getting Bateman. off on himself yeah he dead like body. looking at himself in the mirror yeah. well, look how powerful he is yeah. he just took a life yeah um and so all of this is 
still good. I'm but I have this. I but I have the sense that we're still. on an expiring timeline, and we're not oh, even halfway through the runtime, which is like my this issue. movie immediately downturns, and I, I was checking my phone like, how much longer do I have to watch this? Yeah, this m- movie was like I wasn't there yet. The first hour and f- ten about is like exactly what I wanted this movie to be, and then the last forty minutes was. I, I think exactly that even an hour I ten might be not generous. want this to be. I'm about halfway through the movie, and I'm like I said, I'm still in it and hopeful, but I also am realizing that there's nothing that we can do at this point that's going to make it great, and we can't really go anywhere with this story, and we don't. But the scene that immediately follows all this, like clean up, get naked drink water, eat sandwich, go to choir practice, go hang out with his friend, go to the club, stay the night, comes back the next day when his parents come home. Well, actually, before he goes home, he, he stops and gets his hair cut. And gets he his gets head shaved. Just, like, shaved. Like, he had, like, the 14-year-old boy hair where, like, if you wore a hat, you get the wings. Like, it flips up, you know, the little yeah, curls and shit. he had shit. a good flow. Look good. Yeah, he had a good little flow. And then he goes, like, shorn. You know what I mean? Like he looks skinhead. Like, yeah, he looks like a skinhead. Yeah, and he comes home, and I don't know. There's brief interactions, and then his mom looks up from whatever she's doing. And she's like, "What the fuck?" And his dad is uh, his ridiculing him, and he's like, "Did you not think of the consequences of your actions? Like, what are you doing? You look like a fucking fool, and all this shit." Blah 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 blah. And Benny's all like quiet and reclusive, and not saying anything, and yada yada yada, doing more of his sociopath stick. Um, and then they're watching like the news or whatever. And I think they're actually like in Benny's room watching the news. And mm-hmm. uh, then he puts in the video or he turns the channel to the video or whatever. It's I think he might have like taped over a news video with it or something. And it starts with that. And he was like showing it to him. So it like started with some old news segment and then to just cut to that because he's like always trying to show his parents like these videos like you know what i mean he's like oh check this out and i think that i mean we don't go into it but it becomes clear i think to the viewer that this was a way to get him to sit down and start watching something and then like this is kind of like his confession like he intended them to see what comes next and that's the video of him killing the girl and then the parents slowly descend into like, oh, holy shit, what the fuck are we watching? Like, Benny, what the fuck? They don't say anything, if I remember, during the whole thing. They no, it's just all emotion. It's face. Shocked. And then they go have a private conversation, which I yeah. think Benny is able to overhear parts of it. But it's like we're in not, another they, room. They, they, we're not sure. leave the door open. Yeah, yeah, we're not sure at the time, but they, they put him to bed and he's like, can you leave? The bedroom door and the other door open. Yep. Um, and this is when they have that conversation, which is great. So good. This was great. Like this, besides the murder, this is probably my the best scene. Right. And but like opinion. I said, at this point though, this like I said is the last scene that I enjoyed in the movie, and I really started looking. Yeah. To find a way that we were going to fill the next 45 minutes to 50 minutes of this fucking film. Egypt. And like the only way that they didn't have have an idea how to fill it either. The only way it could have been good is if like they had this conversation and it was super shitty and they go to bed and the dad's like, I'm going to fucking kill my son and my wife and myself. 
Like, I'm not even joking. Like, it sounds so silly, but it's like other and like and get that shit done in like 20 minutes and just leave on a super fucking downer, like family fucking murder suicide. And that's horrible. I get it. But like it would have because they have this conversation and they're like, oh, what are we going to do? Oh, like, are we going to turn him in? Are you going to turn him in? I don't know. Do you want to have a conversation? Like, how do we get rid of the body? Oh, the body's still here. Is it going to smell? Do you think anybody heard? Did Benny say that he didn't tell anybody? Yes. Benny said he didn't tell anybody. And I really believe it. And nobody else knows. So if nobody else knows, are we going to be the ones to tell him? Well, when does it come back on us? Is there going to be a situation where we're being targeted for neglect or abuse? Or are they? what's the best case scenario? They're going to put him in a psychiatric ward? Yeah, and they, the, did, yeah they, they just go through the whole thing. Yeah, they have a very real discussion on how to deal with it. And, and they talk about how they don't want it to affect their reputation. Um, and like the dad is, I mean, I mean, he's a realist. He's like, I mean, he's like, how do you think this is going to, play out like we left him home alone um he had he got the weapon from our farm and like we didn't know about it like that's what like what you're saying like they're gonna definitely talk about child neglect like like how do we deal he with says, this there is little to no chance that this doesn't come back on us, us which is like a super selfish thing a very real thing a very honest thing and this moment had so much tension and it's like these are the moments of the movie that i feel like real parents would be watching and like maybe they've had these like weird feelings about their son or daughter or child um and have thought like oh what if they are like fucking crazy but very rarely do i think those conversations go all the way to this point it's like okay so he does do it and how does that look on us and like having to be honest with yourself and just be like so do we turn this fucking kid in to save our own skin? Do we pretend that nothing happened? If we turn him in, is it actually going to save our own skin? Mm-hmm. How much do we love this kid? And if is we... he fucking broken? Like, what is wrong? And, like, those conversations, I think, for a parent who's maybe having a hard time relating to their teenage angsty child or is fearful for what they might do to themselves or others, I think having to watch that conversation happen is probably really fucked up, which was great. I loved this so scene. So good. The mom's acting in this was She's her gr- nervous was laughter. Great. Yeah, she had yeah, that nervous laugh. She like kind of was like twitching a little bit and like She's the like way in shock. She's, she's like, like not yeah, even she, present for the conversation. She's like a you serious and like kind of has like a creepy like giggle as in like a last chance hope that's like please say like no, I'm not serious. We have to just or this is all made up, or Benny's gonna come out and say it, it was a joke. Like it's not real. Look, here's the props. Like, but then it they're get, looking for any way out. But then it gets to how do we get rid of the body? Like, do we have to burn it? We have to cut it up into small pieces. We can't take it out of the house. Yeah, we have. There's to no cut way it we can take it out of the house. Pieces to fit down the drain, and he's like, "Can you handle that?" This was great. And I also love this idea and I want to learn more about it because what a great way to get rid of a body, actually. Flush it down piece by piece? Cut it up and flush it down piece by piece. Like the the problem here is like you're going to make such a mess, right? Like if anybody has a reason to come into your house like with forensics, like that's going to be nearly impossible to pull off in a clean manner. But you are getting rid of the body. It's not coming in. You're not seeing it go out of the house and like 
by the time it's found, it's in such a public receptacle that it could literally have come from anywhere. So like, I like the creativity and the idea behind that, the actuality of it. And like, obviously now, especially with like credit cards and security cameras, like it's going to be really interesting when a banker and a fucking like artist are buying bone saws and shit like this. And, you know, just uh, her fucking smartphone and, you know, like, like, like geolocation, all that. I mean, do you think she had one? I mean, mean, it's 1992 and she's obviously not wealthy. No, but if this was, you know, even now, like people that are not particularly wealthy have smartphones. Like I'm just saying, it's like a modern day. But besides that, like I, and I like the creativity, like you're saying, but the actual idea of like cutting, cutting it up, like into like dicing a body up and flush out a toilet is very funny to me. And seems like the most work that you could do it to is, get rid of right? a body. It I feel like insane. getting rid of a body is something that you should not be putting yourself above the workload of though. That's no, true. that's definitely, that's definitely worth like, their blood, yes. sweat, worth and tears. The work. Yeah. Definitely worth their the blood, blood, sweat, and tears. But could you imagine trying to do that <laughs> when somebody's replaced your fucking toilet with a joke toilet with a small <laughs> hole? That's only, only for farts. Um, so but, sorry, go ahead, Rob. I will say that, okay. All this stuff with the actual, you know, the, the pig being slaughtered is is disturbing and graphic and a lot of this movie psychologically is very fucked up but i didn't know anything about this movie and i didn't read anything about it before i watched it because i just wanted to go in blind mm-hmm. and i honestly thought we would get some dismemberment of a child and like some like really intense gore and i don't need that but all we really i need that all we really saw was like a girl face down with like fake blood yeah, and, a, and and an actual pig being slaughtered, but and I'm not saying like I need I, that's I need more. I was just expecting so much more, and I was a little disappointed I didn't see so any of that. So it's like in, a human centipede Texas Chainsaw Massacre effect for you. Yeah, exactly. I, was, I, I I thought it would be like extreme, and it wasn't. I'm gonna tell you right now, there's very few well movies like that th- really ever. Even th- the ones even on the list are you like you guys watching shit. You're like, oh, it's fucking stupid. It's like it's just like fucking Japanese girls throwing up on each other for 90 minutes or whatever. No. Are we talking about horror or porn? porn. <laughs> yes. So this um so this is pretty much where uh, like I said, um the conversation that they have of, of what to do, that's about an hour 10 in. Um, and this is where I, this is where my enjoyment of the movie pretty much ended. Cause yep. so Evaporated. what they, so what they decided was that mom and Benny were going to go on a vacation to Egypt for like a week and dad was going to take care of everything. And we see mom go to the school. She says something about a dead relative. They've got to go. Um, and I was like, okay, this is going to be great. We're going to get 40 minutes of, um, <clears throat> dad at home alone hacking up this fucking body brutally having to deal with it probably you know having you know mental breakdowns and not knowing what to do and like fucking stuff up and it's going to be disgusting and it's going to be great but instead all we got was benny and his mom just doing bullshit in egypt for like an hour it was basically and this them was watching like tv and mom looking through newspapers every morning to see if something's in the paper and this was really when i was like wow this is so not what i want from this i was like literally looking around my home for some large heavy <laughs> instrument to kill myself with but i had to stop watching this dumb fucking movie <laughs> because it's so boring literally, and the last 40 minutes is just 
grainy footage of Egypt and yeah. and breakfasts and dinners with his mom where barely a word is spoken. And I keep waiting for it to cut back to the apartment and seeing dad fucking cutting the arms and fingers off of this teenage girl. Yeah. Or, and we don't get any of that. Or what I was also expecting about halfway through all the Egypt bullshit was that Benny would do the same thing. He'd find some tourist there again. or like a ragamuffin or ragamuffin or like what a, the fuck like is a that? street kid or like, you know. Like what does that like mean? A, do I have to bleep that? <laughs> no, it's like an urchin. To, honestly. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> I don't know what that means. <laughs> it's like, go ahead. <laughs> it, but like to do it again and like yeah. basically murder another child or get caught in the act by mom. Be cool if or, he just fucking killed his mom. Too. Or or kill the mom or him and the mom have a weird like psychosexual thing going on or like anything there else. There was a point when they were in the bed, bed and I was like, okay, this is not exact. Like I would rather there be more gore, but like if the mom... F- like fucks her son after him killing someone like that will help this movie be good to me <laughs> but that doesn't happen she just like turns just, over and sobs not only that that but usually I, happens after not before <laughs> i i liked her and i like the dad's performance when they have the conversation but her crying in that i did not it was not believable i didn't like it i didn't care for it it, it really felt, it I didn't don't... it didn't feel like way over the top melodramatic it just yeah but how much of that also was just like Fuck off! This movie probably ninety percent sucks right yeah, now. It, d- it did suck. It was very boring. Yeah, like I know there's not a whole lot. There's nothing that happens. There's really not a whole lot to say about like the next forty minutes until like the okay. very end. Like they're just in. They go Egypt. to brunch. They're tourists. Benny's got they're his Benny video gets a camera. Sunburn. He, gets he gets sunburned. sunburned. He's he gets a hat. He his he, mom goes to the bathroom. He his videotapes mom, his mom on the toilet. Yeah, again, more psychosexual mommy son stuff. I thought, and then she's like, "Yeah, get out of here." They're watching a lot of news and like singing like competitions, Egyptian variety shows <laughs> yeah. and shit. And it's like, it's like bonanza, and just sh- in silence. And it's showing a lot, like what they're trying to do. I think what Haneke was doing here is like showing like the power of belief and like the innocent bond between a mother and child and like the ability for them to like move past and like kind of believe that it's all going to be better. And they're always looking at the news and Benny's making comments to himself on tape. Like nothing's been brought up yet. We don't see anything. It's out of the news. I wonder what my dad's doing. I hope he can handle it type of shit. And so I thought he was going to kill himself when he made this video, Mm. which also would have been like a better ending because he's kind of like he's like yeah, leave yeah, the I, mom alone in egypt and yeah, she's he's, worried that he's a murderer and then he kills, kills himself, himself because he feels some sort of guilt well because he has ends, to come back home alone and shit like that it's like well, maybe yeah like he ends the v- video he's like i hope my dad's doing all right and then he just goes ciao dad and i was like yep. damn this is like a final goodbye like i honestly thought he was gonna like pull out a pistol and just kill himself like in the cafe that could have made that like 20 minute lull no it could have made that 20 minute lull like almost worth it it could have been like the palate but not quite but almost but you know what i mean like the palate cleanser from like oh we just had a very emotional and violent first like act and a half and then it's like bring you back into this sense of security and you're kind of like over it and then fucking suicide like on screen violent give me something that is fucked up and disturbing and i know we sound like psychopaths we are we are are. um, this pod and also this movie 
It could have been good. And like I said, yeah. I mean, this movie came from like the most disturbing movies list. And it if there wasn't that fucking pig tape in it, this could have been like PG-13. Well, Maybe not PG-13, but you know what yeah, I mean? You know like you mean. it would definitely For, not okay. be by all metrics list. By all metrics, aside from theme... Like, there's not a lot of cursing. There's not a lot of, like, sex or nudity or drug use or really violence or gore. The one but kill the is themes, off screen. The theme is, like, I'll tell you right now, truckloads of more deaths in fucking Avengers. Yeah, it's different. Sure. I get it. But you know what I mean? It's like, yeah. for the most part, the theme is the only thing that puts it into, like, the R-rated category or the disturbing list or anything like that. Like, this movie is not hard to watch unless... You're disturbed you by animal violence, son. or you are like, yeah, very empathetic to like the possibility that your child could be a murderer. But like, like I said, half the movie is fuck it. They're Egypt. on vacation in Egypt. And yeah. I agree with what you're saying. I do think he was trying to do that, like, kind of like mom trying to, because I mean, obviously neither of them were okay with it, but obviously dad took it slightly better. And it was like kind of mom trying to still love her son and whatever, but like, give us ten minutes of that in Egypt, and then cut back to dad dealing with or in the, the movie, body. just in the movie. You don't even need that. Or end it. That was what he was going for. Like right, like we acknowledge that. I'm not saying we like it, but like you get that first forty-five to an hour, hour ten of this movie where it was the setup that we've all talked about, and we're like, we're all into it. Even when we start to think that, like, what can we do? This movie's not going to be great. And we were right. But, like, we're still even into it at the time mom and dad are having a conversation. But then, like, what do you really do with that film? Because this dude's making money off of these movies. And he's got – he's a credible director. This is not, like, begotten or fucking Flowers of Flesh and Blood. This is not some simple snuff movie. They had too much of a budget and it was too well received. Like this movie got some like high praise in like the Seattle Post and fucking Yeah, this movie has good reviews. Yeah, people because it's Everywhere. well shot and yeah, well, it's acted, well acted. It's like, and it's pretentious, right? Oh, yes. oh, this is big art artsy fartsy horror movie. Yeah. For sure. Big time. But so we do the 40 minutes, sorry, I keep cutting you off, but we no, do the good. 40 minutes of the Egypt and the bond and like the pain and like showing more of how he's a sociopath and how he doesn't understand what's wrong with his mom and why she's crying and then hit her, his mother trying to love him in spite of this and still ha- grappling with the trauma and the guilt that she has as a parent in the situation. And we haven't seen dad. Like, we don't know what's going on. There's another part of me that was like, they're going to come home and dad had turned him in or he's going to be dead or dad called the cops and hadn't turned in and everybody's going to be waiting for him. And it's then it becomes a struggle between mom and dad, which would have been better if they spent 10 minutes, 15 minutes in Egypt, came home, did that. And if you still want that runtime end in the last 20 minutes of a fucking mom, dad argument, torment, tearing apart the family and then fucking put in the murder suicide shit. I know I keep going back to a really dark ending, but like, no, that's that's what we want from fucked up movies. And we set this movie up for that. The opening scene is fucked up the themes fucked up mm-hmm. and we just get this patty cake bullshit for the last half hour plus right yep. and i think the reason we want that to stand out or the filmmaker wants to stand out is because the kid is so fucking flippant he's just a fickle little bitch and i'm gonna just jump into the end of this movie unless you guys have something to say 
Nope. No, let's but go. Yeah, he, let's go ahead and get to where he turns himself comes in. back. Well, he turns his parents in mostly, but I yeah. mean, you say mostly, and that's like a sure, but it's also like he's the murderer. Like he's yeah, but he kind of like seems to blame it on them too. What it is more than anything is that he doesn't have a sense of self-preservation, nor does he have a sense of guilt or remorse. And he knows ultimately that this act is going to be more detrimental and defiant in the face of his parents than it is going to be for him because yeah. they went through all the lengths to cover it up and take him on this trip and to do everything. And without caring at all, he just goes in and he says, yeah, I did it. And we don't even see this. We see the video and him talking and the police say, why'd you did it? And he's because. Yeah. That's what he says. And like, I, I really think it's that ultimate act of like defiance where he's like, he doesn't have any regard for his parents who've done so much to, cause like, honestly, my mom's not doing this shit for me and she loves me more than anything, but Same. like she ain't fucking doing this for me. She ain't taking me on a vacation and having my, like, whoever chop up the fucking body and flush it down the toilet and pretend to never tell anybody like I'm going to fucking prison. I'm yeah. going to turn the fuck in. Same. Same. Um, I will say the only thing I did like about this is that so early on we kind of touched on it when um benny asked for his door and the other door to be left open we he kind of makes it seem like it's because he's scared and like doesn't want to be in the dark or whatever Mm -hmm. and at this point it turns out it's the complete opposite that he has his camera on and he's recording his parents discussing their course of action and that's the tape that we're seeing him show to the police right so i did kind of like that because i didn't see that coming because at first i was like well how are we like why are we watching this again and i'm like oh shit like he knew what he was doing from the beginning like he might even be like such a psychopath he was like i'm gonna wait and you know make them clean this up for me and then enjoy my vacation and i've got this video and as soon as we get it back i'm turning them in and that's pretty much what he did and we don't get to see the backlash of that we he see leaves the interrogation room and see his parents are sitting there in the hallway and he just looks at him and he says sorry sorry credits and, uh, yeah and the wall and like the video like the surveillance like the cctv is um mm-hmm. playing while in the background while the credits are rolling up and like you see the parents stand up they go into the interrogation room together the door shuts you don't see any subtitles. You don't hear any mm-hmm. audio. You don't get any of that. They just, Benny went in. He told his fucking story, shows on the video. The video has them talking about how they're going to cover this up. And, you know, he just says, I did it. You know, blah, blah, blah. Walks out. Sorry. Done. Like Done. And I do like. It's fine. But like, these- fuck, this took a real digger for the last hour, man. I like my enjoyment and optimism was pretty high. And I got to say that I did not really enjoy this movie. And I could acknowledge how well made it was. I can acknowledge how impactful it might have been, A, at the time, B, to a slightly different audience than myself, C, how expectations can really skew your enjoyment because I was thinking that we were going to get something fucked up. And to say that we didn't would be misleading, but to say that my expectations were met would also be inaccurate. 
Yeah, I agree with that. So what would you rate it? It's another one of those things where it's a good movie, believe it or not. Like, I know we've kind of shit on it, and I know it might sound like it's too intense to be, like, a quality-made film. And there is some of this, like, smell-your-own-farts art house horror cinema shit going on here. But it's a good film made by a capable filmmaker, and Arno Frisch fucking kills it. Like, he is genuinely terrifying in this movie. We didn't really... I mean, we talked about him getting his haircut, but... Just his face during that whole time. It's obviously I mean, like a real haircut, too. Like, yeah, they're I mean, shaving his head for real, and he just looks so dead in the eyes and like so it's like hopeless. It's like the opposite like of looks... Natalie Portman in V for Vendetta, but equally emotional and powerful. I know yeah. it sounds crazy, but like really, like she's all abused and insecure and crying and shaking he is none of those things he is completely apathetic and stone cold and it is chilling yeah he does a great job in this movie there's so much of this movie that's really good and none of it had anything to do with the final hour i have to give it some props for what it was but i can't give it more than a 61 yeah i gave this um a 65 um and like i like kind of alluded to before like the first hour and 10 was like exactly what i wanted and like i was pumped at that point at this point i was like fuck yeah the parents are gonna take care of it the last 40 minutes is gonna be the struggle of a father you know chopping up this body and taking care of it for his son and it's gonna be hard to watch it's gonna be brutal and instead we got Benny running around on the beach in Egypt with his mom for 50 minutes and then him going to the fucking pigs. So I was like, fuck. So like they literally come home and it's like two seconds later, he's at the fucking pig. Like there's not even a build up there. The whole build up to that was their bonding experience on vacation in Egypt for 40 I mean, fucking I think minutes. They, and he just goes in and he's like, yeah, I did it. I think they go see him like uh, performing in the choir or whatever singing. Sure. They did. Um, do that. But like that's, pretty much it um so yeah 65 from me um they set the tone early and they set it really dark the acting was was great like you said arno especially for a film debut and a kid like he can't be more than he was 17 17 he was 17 years old um played a fantastic sociopath does the same thing in 1997 in funny games Um, he's really good in that too um very talented but yeah i mean this like i said half of this was exactly what i wanted and the other half was what i was afraid that this was going to be so yeah 65 this movie is very pretentious and boring i didn't like it very much at all um i gave this movie a 42 i would not recommend this to anybody not even you guys if you hadn't seen it I think that Arno is, I I think he does a good job, but I don't share y'all's enthusiasm for his performance. I don't have anything really slight to say about it, but yeah, this would have been better as a short or a one act play or just, I don't know, cut it off halfway through. Like I really didn't like this. So you would have preferred something where there was no attempt and I'm not saying you're wrong, but no attempt at like, a moral, no nope. cleanup, no resolution, just 
give me something hard hitting 45 minutes ends maybe after he takes a shower and sits down and yeah. open ended that's it like I, you could even cut out the entire conversation with mom and dad even though it is a great scene and it's well acted and i liked it and i think if you end the movie early you have to it has to be before they come it home it has to be before, it's just before like they come home when he's sitting there naked yeah. maybe he takes that phone call from his friend and it's just a normal conversation roll credits or you know another, yeah i'll go to this dance club with you click yeah, credits credits yeah or another point in the movie where i was like oh that would have been perfect point to end it is when he returns the, his last tapes before like I thought that would have been like he gave the movie out did, to go okay. get seen. I and wish like, I, I was like, yes, that would be perfect. I wish I would have brought there. that up. Did yeah, you guys he both says, not like, think that? Because he's I did think that. And he turns in his movies and he says, are you checking anything out? And he says, not today, just returns or whatever. And, yeah. I, and my thought was, oh, fuck. Whether on purpose or on accident, yeah. he just turned in that movie. And that's how the case gets out. And like, But but it's I, I'm not even kidding when I say like every minute after that, like degraded my enjoyment of this film and then by the time we finished it i was like so what would you rate the first uh, what would you rate until the turning point for you like when the, we started know. the downturn like, like was it enjoyable yeah it was i was i was i was hooked enough to like to be in and like uh, we watch movies for the pod and there's definitely been times even movies i've picked where i was like fuck this is a fucking chore but <laughs> I was hooked and I was like excited to like see how the movie played out, even if it wasn't everything I loved. And so I guess up until like right after he kills her and before he goes out to the club, I don't know, man, probably like sixties or seventies, maybe like it's like, it's it's like, it's a weird movie and he's weird and the whole situation is weird. And there's, again, there's a lot of like the Bosnian war keeps like popping up in cable and like all the pig stuff. And so, because if you cut it to just 30, minutes 35 minutes the pig scenes like most what, of it five or six it's like five or six minutes on screen it's a lot yeah so it i don't know it's hard to say what i would have rated like a, the short film version of this honestly i would like up to ending right at the parents conversation this would be like at least an 80 yeah i'd be in the same for me i don't know that it would have been much higher because i do prefer a little bit different flavor of horror or even just more flair within this genre. But I also really like this and like what it did to me emotionally watching it would definitely have gotten an 80. If we would have murder, suicide, hack the girl up because the dad does actually chop that girl up and flush her down the toilet. Like that was the resolution. We don't even really talk about it. They just come home and it's like everything done. He's like, it's taken care of. And so like we didn't get all the, extra like tidbits of grossness that i would have been like dude that movie's fucking crazy fucked up you should watch it and it left me with like a bland like if you're a real completionist and you've seen 39 of the other 40 movies on that complex list like I have, it's not going to be the worst one absolutely not in fact i think it's one of the more tame I would say. I mean, just from an enjoyment standpoint, it's also not going to be the worst one. It's going to be oh, far yeah. from the best on. But it's going to some be of those aren't really movies. Fun. It's just collection of shorts and shit, right? Yeah, I mean, not a lot of collections, but like a lot of shit. A lot of short, like thirty-minute fucking Bangers. garbage, fucking aftermath or yeah. something, which is great. 
But also, if this movie was only like 30 minutes, no one would see it because only fucking weirdos that have watched everything else watch. Yeah, no, this got released (laughs) in fucking cinema. Like, this was a film that was successful. I mean, we watched this on HBO Max. Fart sniffing, Portland, Seattle Times, whatever. Who gives a fuck? I feel like it wasn't even that fart sniffing until the fucking... Egypt crap is when they but got into But that's like into half like, of the movie, man. You got to acknowledge that. You can <laughs> say I like it's, it's not until, and if it was not until these five minutes, you'd have a point, but it's not until the, the second last hour. hour. <laughs> like, fuck me. This was not mm. great. But I think it gave us decent enough pot because we had shit to fucking talk about and we didn't all have the same opinion, which, you know, it's fun to mix it up every once in a while. We can, every week can't be dead alive. <laughs> That's true. Oh, if only it was, though. Spock, Spock, be better. Speaking of the weeks, um, what's going on next week, Michael? Oh, You're man. Hosting. Uh, well, I heard I'm a gonna, rumor. I'm going to flip it back on YouTube, boys, because I was caught between two movies, and I really don't know what I want to do. And you're going to hate them either way, possibly. So I'm going <laughs> to make you responsible for your own suffering. Both of us? I thought this was just going to be Rob, or is this me, too? Well, you know, we're here now. Go ahead and weigh in. All right. You have the option, and I'm just going to tell you the subgenre. If you want to ask a question, I might answer one more, but just pick a movie. <laughs> you get Kaiju or Giallo. I don't like either of those options. I'm fine with either of those. <laughs> oh, man. I, I see why this was a question mostly meant for Rob. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And it's also like when you're like, Can are they, they going to be similar? Like, is, are they contemporaries of each other? I'm is, like, fuck. No. Is the giallo going to be the don't torture a duckling or whatever? It's not going to be don't torture a duckling. Okay. Still, I mean, my answer is still the same. I'm fine with both. I was just curious if, because I know we talked about that recently. One will probably be a lot more fun. And if you try to like decide if it's a critically good movie, you're probably not going to enjoy it. And the other one is going to be... A lot of practical effects That's gonna be that is actually highly revered within this subgenre and one that we've talked about watching before. Rob, what do you want? What are we watching? Mm, I don't like is either. Giallo- you can ask me one more question if you want. And I, I might tell you to fuck off. I can I ask another one or no? Yeah. Um, is yeah. the Giallo pick, is it? So we talked about how like um, the Beyond was like part of not like a series, but like other ones. And like, what was the other one called? Like the gate or something. That's one of those movies that we were talking about when we talked about that. Is that your giallo pick? It's not. Okay. Then yeah. Then I don't know. Still okay with both. Pick one. Pick okay. one. Pick one. Okay. Pick one. Pick one. Pick one. It's been an hour and 20 minutes. Pick one. You You done? Pick one. Okay, so uh, the last two movies, one of which I picked, I didn't really like. <laughs> so I, let's go with fun. Whatever the fun one is, I picked that one. So we are watching <laughs> Invasion of the Astro Monster. <laughs> okay, okay. Which is a Godzilla movie. Oh. Um, it is the sixth Godzilla movie. What year? 1965. This is still like the the Honda era, uh, like Toho Studios, uh, Godzilla movies. It's got Mothra, <laughs> Rodan, uh, Ghidorah, 
Um, Monet. <laughs> yeah, and it's uh, it's gonna be fun, dude. It's on um, HBO Max. Okay. Um, it's also shorter than the other one, and shorter than any movie we've watched in the last three weeks. It's only ninety minutes. Good. Um, good. Does it have the guy going? Oh. Yep. Um, it's got the great soundtrack and this is still, this is Godzilla when like Godzilla is a human in a suit, like stomping on miniatures, like a Ray Harryhausen type of fucking shit. It's going to be so much fun. A little quick aside. I, you guys will hear more about this, but I was playing it close (laughs) to the chest because I didn't want to give away any too many hints, but I'm in the process of watching every Godzilla movie. Um, there are 36 of them. Um, I, whether or not I was going to watch this one, like later tonight or tomorrow has just been decided. I will wait until like Wednesday. So I'm going to take like, you know, a few days off, but God damn these early Godzilla movies. So much fun. This one is kind of more of like a sci-fi and everybody's like, this is a batshit crazy storyline and it's a lot of fun, but there's cool action sequences in it. Some people might say Kaiju is not fucking horror. I say to you, there's monsters eating fucking cities and people and shooting radioactive breath. We got space invaders fucking brokering out the monsters of the deep Pacific Ocean to conquer worlds. What Ghidorah ate all of the humanity on Venus. Like, come on. As long as it's like hard. I mean, Benny's video was listed as a crime drama. That's probably more appropriate. But still, it's like, you know, saying... Horror's a big umbrella, adjacent, man. I'm, I'm all about, adjacent. like, it's all horror. Big H, it's all horror. Yeah. But I... I can I ask what... Sorry, can I ask what the Giallo pick would have been? Or are you going to keep that in your pocket for another week? I mean, like my pocket pick? is so deep, full of shit, that it, even if I tell you now, it could I'll be a forget. year... Oh, yeah, you'll definitely forget. We'll definitely forget. But um, I already forgot what the Godzilla movie was called. I'm not even kidding. Yeah, Invasion of Astro Monster. Okay. Um. So the movie that I didn't pick which was the other one of the three movies so you mentioned the gate and it's not the gate and it's obviously not from beyond because we were talking about or the beyond Beyond, because we were talking about that it is uh city of the living dead oh okay yeah yeah yeah. so we were gonna either it was between city of the living dead and invasion of the astro monster and we went kaiju baby i'm excited sure it's fun. I, th- I mean, yeah. this is not uh, one of the genres or subgenres that we've touched on yet. And we haven't. That's I true. mean, we probably won't do too many of them. I if hope even not. Um, you no know, uh, interest or love in any of the Godzilla okay, shit? To be or like King Kong, to Kaiju? To be honest, I haven't seen much. I saw the, the remake, the, the Peter Jackson King Kong remake. I want to see that. I've actually never seen that. Which is good. It's long. It's good. And a drama. And right? it's a drama. And Jack Black is in it, I think, right? Yeah. Um, and uh, Charlize Theron? Or yes. Yeah, somebody yeah, like that. Yeah, one of those two. Um so I mean, like that was good, but it's not really a kaiju movie. Again, it's like more of like a drama with a backdrop of King Kong. Um, but I haven't seen many of them. And the other one that I saw was Del Toro's um, Pacific Pacific Rim, which I did not care for. Don't like that movie at all. Del Toro did that? I think so. That shit looked fucking stupid. It was very I dumb. Never saw it, I could go off dumb. about how dumb that movie is if you like. And Charlie Day is in it too. He plays like a side character in it. Doesn't matter didn't care for that so my my i have very little depth in this genre and i don't want to make up my mind before seeing it so again it's supposed to be fun it's supposed to be bonkers i like that it's yeah, in color to it it's in, color's good man thank Do god that color is there sound 
There is dude that's dubbed. The fucking I love that shit. Is it is it is it dubbed or is it subbed? Subbed. Okay. Uh, because the HBO versions of these movies are all the original Japanese releases as preserved by the Criterion Collection. Okay. Let's shout like out Benny's, to Benny's Criterion, Criterion, mostly oh, for yeah. that. Yeah. We love you, Criterion. Love you, Criterion. But, Who did Benny's video, by the way? Yeah. One of the things that is kind of a bummer for this, um, I don't know if either of you would care, but um, this movie, um, the American English dub, has been like featured and sampled heavily in mf doom's king Ghidorah album oh, no shit. so like all so of my... the like follow the light the light is your guide like all of that shit is from the english dub but we're not going to get any of that because we're going to be reading subtitles so oh. a lot of the like m- they're maybe not memorable or iconic to our generation but a lot of the lines that i know because i'm a huge mf doom fan and listen to that album all the time like I'm kind of bummed, and I want to watch the dub version of it just, just to hear that. those lines because I fucking geek that. out on like movies and music. It's my thing. So it's a like, ninety minute or doing back to back. Yeah, um, <laughs> why not? But yeah, this movie I'm really much looking forward to it, and I'm excited to see what we uh, what we walk away with because at the very least, I hope it'll be fun. Good, and I don't think that many of the last movies that we've watched have been fun. Even going back to like Honestly, the Antlers, last... like Antlers wasn't fun. It was good. It was I enjoyed good. it. But Honestly, like, Dead it, Alive was probably the last. Oh fun yeah, and that was a lot movie. of fun. And it was a long time ago. I mean, was like about month two ago. months, it was like almost six weeks ago. Yeah. yeah, yeah, because like Saint Maud, good, not not fun. fun. Yeah, fucking cat people, sexy, sexy, not, not fun. fun or good. <laughs> All right, this is starting to run too long. Let's yeah. wrap it up. Let's wrap it up. Thank you. Oh, shout out to Trinko's uh, meat locker in uh, Ashland. Trinko's. Go ahead and send us some of those pepperoni cocks that you're world famous for. We love Trinko's. We'll be seeing you soon. Anyway, thank you. Thank you.